0: Welcome to Dear Diaries, sharing heaven one experience at a time. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook or our website www.deardiaries.co. I'm your host, Rosie Theok, and welcome to Dear Diaries. Hi, welcome to Dear Diaries. I am Rosie Theok and I am excited about this morning's uh, message. So you guys know that I don't come on unless the Lord gives me something to talk about. And I started this so that I could share my kingdom experiences, my supernatural experiences with you so that you are encouraged to not be afraid of the kingdom of God and not be to mold. I would say my deepest passion is to get more intimate with God that you would experience the supernatural on a daily basis, that you would be practical in just being able to incorporate Holy Spirit in everything that you do, but also to allow Holy Spirit, submit to Holy Spirit in such a way that you are always in season and you're always flourishing in the way that God has destined for you. And the only way to do that is to submit to him. And the only way to do that is to partner up with him, get intimate, get close. I mean, think about relationships. You know, how do you how do you get uh, to the next step or next level, next stage of a relationship? You spend time. You, I not spend time. You invest time. You get to learn the person, you communicate. You know, I don't think a relationship would work out with no communication, or you communicate when you want to or when you need something. So I'm excited about life. I don't know, God, listen guys, I just was not feeling that great a couple days ago, but there's this song and I've heard different titles of the same message. Wait on the Lord and he will renew your strength. And he has renewed my strength because I was waiting for him. I'm still waiting for him for promise. And you know what? I was feeling down and he just really revitalized me. He gave me the breath that I needed to live and not die to let the dream and the belief and the of the promise and the promise giver to live and not die within me. So I'm excited. So this I have several videos that I believe God is going to have me do today and I'm excited because as soon as I woke up I took my phone because he had he had things to say. So here it goes. This this message is called Do you believe in love after love? And the song of um, Cher, do you believe in love after love? I don't even know what the words are. Is it life after love or love after love? I heard God say love after love. And then he gave me the impression of what he wants to talk about. So I'm fully submitted to Holy Spirit and I have nothing scripted. But I am definitely, um, I definitely have a, a, a idea of what he wants to talk about concerning. Do you believe in love after love? So, so what I'm getting and the impression that I have gotten when I got the title early this morning is that, um, you know, we've experienced love that has been conditional. We've experienced love that hurts, you know, to be quite frank, and and we've been heartbroken. We've been heartbroken by people that we really knew, you know, we thought in ourselves that we could trust, and this person won't hurt me. My parents won't hurt me, my siblings won't hurt me, my husband won't hurt me, my wife won't hurt me. You know, these people, that we put our trust in our church leaders, they won't hurt me. Why? Because we put them in a position that they don't belong in. And so when they do the human thing, which is make mistakes or, you know, they they have their own issues and demons that they're dealing with, we get hurt. And so God is asking you do you believe in love after love after what you thought love was what he wants you to understand is that his love is totally different his love is unconditional he keeps loving you after you fall he keeps loving you after you know you turn your back on him and. God has made love such an important message for me, uh, such a life-transforming study for me, through experience, through um, going through, and He kept, and, and He and He keeps chipping away at the dark, hard places in my heart. And he keeps telling me forgive let it go forgive forgive and so you know there's uh, in this season a lot of people are believing for kingdom marriages i'm believing for kingdom marriage um i don't think anyone should believe for anything else rather than kingdom marriage to be honest you want god to unite you with your god ordained spouse you want god to do it because it's not. God doesn't promise anything will be easy, but I will say for a fact that with God, it definitely would be better than what you would experience outside of him. So, so he's been teaching me about love and how expanding it. So one of the things he's taught me about love is that love truly endures you know, love doesn't, you know, the scripture um, talks about it and I'll link it below, you know, love doesn't doesn't take into account the, the wrong that's been done. Love is patient, love is kind, love, you know, is long-suffering, Do, oh my gosh, don't talk to me about long-suffering. I didn't want to hear that word at all. I didn't want to hear it, <laughs> I didn't want to hear it at all long-suffering who wants to suffer who even likes that thought like how how is that even a good thing to suffer but you know god god has this way of causing you to accept things but he has to chip away and keep healing you in such a way that when you hear long suffering it doesn't sound like a horrible thing anymore and When you love someone, when you truly love someone, when you love someone that needs help, just like we need help all the time, God suffered to love us. He he suffers every time we're apart from Him. We suffer whether we realize it or not that We're apart from him and we're suffering in different ways but we're not suffering that long you know that love long-suffering kind of thing we're just suffering either broke you know sick dying and uh, you know all that kind of stuff but god's long suffering is that he he aches he aches and he desires you and he wants to be close to you and so so that long suffering is like you know i i have I've had ex- I've had conversations with people that God happens to you know cause me to have with people um, which I'm grateful for because then I get to impart the, the wisdom and, and the experience and what I hear God saying for that person. You know when when someone is broken inside, when someone is broken inside their inner being, their soul, has been through so much that they're at their lowest place, whether it's in hope, addiction. Um, just just low. How do you how do you love that person back to life? how do you how do you allow God to use you to help that person if you're not long you're not suffering long with them? You know, sometimes they might hurt you in their brokenness. That's where the long, the the, the long suffering comes from, because that hurts you obviously. But the objective is to get that person into a state of life again, and so you suffer. But you suffer now. You're suffering for this person, like you take the you take the hurt and you bring it to God and and rather deal with it that way rather than bringing, you know, and and being contentious with that person. But you suffer. You suffer for the purpose of that person being healed. And so I hated that word. I hated that word. I didn't want to hear it. And I'm like, yeah, you could take that. I'll do the other parts, even patience. I didn't really like that much. Um, But... But... God, like I said, he started to heal me. He started to cause love to expand inside of me. He he caused his type of love to be true within me where the hardness within me, the, 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 the lack of desire to suffer for another, to lay down your life for another, you know, it it became something that i was willing to do for someone else and i i can share this this um, this vision open vision that i had when i finally understood it like and finally said god i understand i want to partner with you with this and so what i saw was a vision of a person whom I loved very much, and I saw him in a fetal position on the ground, and he was like it was a dark black um, figure. First, I saw his face, and then I saw him on the ground in a dark, in a dark light. So, God allowed me to see who it was. Then, I saw myself in this light particle. Like I saw lights all over me moving around the figure of myself. And then I saw that I picked him up off the ground and he came into me. So now when he came into me, we became one and all the delight that was in me sucked up the black light that was in him and then he became identical to what i looked like and i saw this huge globe of light particles that looked just like me but it was round and it was behind me huge and massive and i turned around and i knew it was god and i and i saw that i looked like him and That's when I turned back around and I saw a whole bunch of people on the ground, just like the first person, dark in a a feeble, in a fetal position. And they just was all over, like it was hundreds. And I said, God, I understand I understand what you're, the work you're asking me to do. I understand what it is that you need. You need me to be able to love people and that maybe I wasn't going to do all of it. I thought in the vision that I would be, you know, I would have to keep doing it with all the people because I didn't see the other person, you know, going in to do it, whatever. So maybe these were the people that I am assigned to. But it was like in that moment, I understood what God needed from me. He like, thank you, Holy Spirit. You're the light of the world. And how can you impart light? God always talks about in his in the Bible that the most important thing you could speak in tongues, you could deliver, you could raise the dead, but if you have no love in you, If you have no love in you, you're not doing anything for him as far as he's concerned. The most important thing that we could do is love. But the most important thing we could do before that is ask God to redefine your definition of love. To heal you of love or hurt from love so that. You know, my pastor always says, you can't be chained to the floor and think you're going to help somebody chained next to you. So you have to do that inner work for yourself. You have to allow God's love to heal you. You have to show me, God, let me count the ways that you love me. And then what you do with that love, you expand it. You allow it to role you allow it to take over your whole body then you allow it to take over your home you allow it to take over the people that you say you love and you you allow God's love to change you and see opportunities when you can love and I think I think that if we put the objective of moving forward in love marriages would be so beautiful. And, and that long-suffering would mean nothing because your objective is to move forward to the partner that God has given you, the, the man that God has given you to love, the woman that God has given you to love. But when you are moving, the objective is to move forward in love. You will be a power to be reckoned with in the earth. And not only that, the people you will impact your children she just teaching them that and and allow God to protect you by being open to hear him open to hear him because he's not calling you to touch everyone's life you are not God you are not the Sun that needs to shine on everybody God is the Sun let him shine on everybody But if you are where you're supposed to be, He will protect you.